We're here on the uh, special edition of Game Time. Ken Brown from WGI Radio, MichaelHair.com, as we dissect the game Sunday at Ford Field between the Minnesota Vikings and the Detroit Lions. Hello, Mike. Hello, Kenny Brown. Hey, listen, before we dissect the game, let's dissect the atmosphere. It is really has the feel of a big-time game. Are we going to expect to sell out? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's standing room, the whole thing, yeah. See, I wish it was the old days where – Sellouts depended on if it was on TV because I used to love at the last minute when a sellout came and then the game would be on TV and everybody would yell and scream. Now it's just like every game is on TV, so it's really something to get a sellout. Well, it really is. Well, it is something to get a sellout, but but it doesn't affect the TV the way it used to. Right, right. Remember our van or somebody would always come in and buy the last 10,000 tickets or whatever or 2,000 tickets right before the, the deadline, 72 hours before the game. The old days, Mike, the old days. Well, I miss those, but I like these, too. <laughs> well, let's talk about the game, Michael Hare. I'm Detroit Lions, winners of four out of five. Uh, you know what? For this week, a lot of national buzz. I'm not People weren't coming all out and saying they're going to go to the playoffs, but there's a lot of if this happens and if this happens, they can do X, Y, Z. And it's all been about the Lions and what's going on with them. Uh, I just got a feeling that the national media is catching up to what we've been seeing the last – seven, eight weeks is a slow-building team that's at its peak right now. Well, I think the Lions, you know, the, the history and the, or the recent history and their long, you know, and long-ago history is, is kind of working against them. But I think that's – a lot of that's starting to go by the white wayside. I heard a little item on the Lions from Jim Rome, and one of the most popular radio broadcasters in the country. Had a really, you know, neat little, you know, 30 seconds or 40 seconds or something like that on, on, on his show the other day. And – Saw something on on Get Up on ESPN a couple of days ago, so I think people are starting to recognize that that this isn't a team that's just on a hot streak. It's it's a it's a pretty good football team. It happens to be on a hot streak, right? And like I said, because of the hole they dug, now they have to dig out, which means that games like Sunday are double important because you know. Early in the season, if they had won a couple, you would have this might be a leeway game. Well, if we let it go, we're still in. But pretty much now, this is a must-win game. So it's a division game. It's at home. You're trying to get back into it. So let's get down to what's going on with the game. They're a two-point favorite, which is amazing for a 10-win team to be a two-point underdog against a five-win team. But I guess this is the the world we live in these days. Well, somebody bad at the press conferences today out here in Allen Park. Somebody had an item, and I, forget, I, I don't think I have it exactly right, but it's something like in the era of the Super Bowl era, this is the first time a, te- a team with five wins has been favored over a team with ten wins. So I don't know what that means. I have It has absolutely no bearing on what's going to happen. doesn't mean anything when they kick the ball off. Um, no, but it is an interesting little item. It is an interesting item. But, again, this game goes back to – when you talk about this game, and I was at the press conference Monday with Dan Campbell, you talk about the first Minnesota game, and Dan Campbell still says he is going to go to his grave with the decision he made in that game, and he's kicking himself. But, you know, those, those things happen. Those games happen. Sometimes a game gets away from you. But you did see in that first game that you can play with this team. Oh, absolutely. I mean, look, first of all – to him saying he's going to take that to his grave. Look, you know, there are 70, 80, you know, play, or I'm sorry, 130 to 140 plays in every game. You're not going to get them all right. And sometimes the other side's going to make a play too. But, but it, it, I, I think then I thought, look, that was a tight, tight game all the way and it wasn't decided until 
it wasn't decided until uh, until the last minute of the game when the Vikings won it. So it's it's uh, it, look. I think that's an, I think if these are evenly matched teams, no matter what the one loss record says. Yeah, well, you know what? I don't think they're evenly matched. I I don't think they're evenly matched. I think the Lions are a better team. I thought that they were a better team that day, and they weren't even as good that day as they are now. They're healthier now than they were that day. I just think they're – and the defense has gotten better since that game. I think the Lions have gotten better since that game, and I think the Minnesota Vikings, regardless of record, I think they've just been straight line from that game. I think as good as they were that day, they're the same now. They're not any better or any worse. Well, one thing about it, though, I don't think you're gonna. I don't think you're gonna see Justin Jefferson have three catches for 14 yards Sunday, though. Either he's way, he's way too good to be held down like that. Look, you can you can hold him to five catches for for 85 yards and think you've had a good day, but I don't see another three catch 14 yard day for Justin Jefferson. At That's all. true, but I don't see Adam Phelan doing what he did that first game this game either. I think that was an anomaly for him that game. No, I agree with you, and I think you'll see and from the Detroit side of it. I think you'll see uh, uh, Jared Goff play better. Look, he's been playing better. Why wouldn't he continue to? I think what's he got? Nine touchdown passes and one interception in the last five games, something like that. It's uh, you know, right now he's playing. He's probably playing better than any of the other quarterbacks in the NFC North. Yeah. But if you just if you just look at the statistics. Yeah, and I believe that game also wasn't that the game that uh, um. Amon St. Brown got hurt in at the end of the game. He hurt his ankle. Well, it wasn't just that. He had uh, four or five penalties in a row, one right after for holding, for holding, for holding, for holding. They kept calling number 24 holding, number 24 holding. No, you talking about Amar. You talking about the white Amari were a warrior. No, yeah. I said Amon St. Brown. Didn't he that the game? He got hurt toward the end oh, of the I'm game. Oh, I'm sorry. I, when you said Amon, I thought you meant Amari. Amari, no. Amari, yeah, he has seven penalties in that game. Seven holding penalties. Well, you're seeing right now that Amon Ross St. Brown at, at the top of his game, really, and at the top of his game and getting better. That's that is a force to be reckoned with. That that, that wide receiver, uh, and you know they've gotten they're getting some help too. You know that uh, uh, DJ Chart had a had a really nice game last week. He's the second game back since from his injury. Had a long catch, caught a touchdown pass. I think I think you're seeing a lot of good stuff in DeAndre Swift. I don't know if he's at his peak right now, but he's doggone close to it. And when he is, he is a really, really tough guy on the tough guy to defend. Yeah, and and, and also Hawkinson will be playing on the other team this time. And one thing about it, though, he helps them with their pass receiving. But I think the Lions are a better run blocking team, and I just think right now because of the tight ends and the way they use them, that they're stronger up front with Brock Wright than they were with Hawkinson. I would agree with that, Kenny. I think that they play their tight ends differently now and they, because they play their offense different. I think it's more of a speed attack than it was before. And I think that, that look, I'm a Hawkinson fan, but I think you know some, certain guys fit a certain scheme, and I think TJ's probably better off where he is in Minnesota. Yeah, and I said that before. I said the, the Lions won't play a tight end like Kittle and uh, those guys play, you know, split out wide guys. Um, Campbell doesn't play it that way, so – he right. likes a more guy like Brock Wright, like he was. I guess you could say a tight end in his mold. He likes those type guys, you know. Got to be strong in line first. Yeah, I couldn't disagree with that, yeah. Well, it's the game. is a two-point game. Um, oh, and nobody's even talking about Jamison Williams this weekend. Like I said, he got his feet wet last week, but I expect him to get a couple of catches in this weekend, maybe a game-changing player too. This is the week I think you're going to see 
the potential in him. I, this is just me calling it. I just think this week is the real start of his well, career. No, we'll I ain't say real breakout, but the real start of his career. This is when he'll get a little acclimation into the offense. Look, we'll see it when we see it, and we'll know it when we see it, too. So we'll see it. Well, they're going to need it. it. Was DJ Chalk available the first time? I'm trying to think as we're talking about it. I know he got hurt early, but I don't remember him in that game. I don't remember him playing that game. Maybe he did, but I, he's well, much was, better I, now, I think, too. I think it was because it was week three, and I think he was still healthy. He was still around. I know that was the game. The first game was when Tracy uh, Tracy Walker got hurt and went out because that was the confusion at the end of the game because he, he had uh, left that game. Right. So, well, I'm going to say now for our predictions, Michael Hare, I'm going to go Lions 37, Vikings 23. 37-23. Well, well, this is one of those times where I can't say your way off because I'm pretty close to what you have. I got Lions 30, uh, Vikings 20. I'm sorry, Lions 30, Vikings 16. A good, solid, uh, decisive uh, victory for the Detroit Lions, and on they go to play the Jets next week. All right. Well, that's it for game time. Join us Monday for the K&M Podcast where we recap the week and talk about the upcoming game. So, Michael here, enjoy the game Sunday, and we'll be talking. All right. Sounds good. All right.